You're listening to 89.5 FM KOPN Columbia, Mid-Missouri's source for in-depth news, diverse talk and music of the world. It's not just radio, it's community radio on the web at kopn.org. And this is Speaking of the Arts. Good morning and welcome to Speaking of the Arts on KOPN, an hour of news, views and interviews on the arts in mid-Missouri. I'm Diana Moxon. On today's show, we are changing things up a little. It's Pledge Drive Week here at KOPN, in case you haven't noticed, and we are closing in on our goal of raising $150,000 by September the 30th. We now have less than 40000 still to go, and with your help, we are definitely going to make it. Each week on Speaking of the Arts, we interview people involved with the arts in mid-Missouri. So this week, I thought I would revisit some of the people who have been on the show and ask them to teach me some of their expertise. So there are three scenes on today's show. Scene one is about language, scene two is about comedy, and scene three is about the face as a canvas. Now, whether you're a regular listener to Speaking of the Arts or you're listening for the first time or you're just randomly swinging the dial and have happened upon us, the next hour is a great time to call KOPN on 573-823-1308 and make a donation, not only to show your support for KOPN, but also for Speaking of the Arts, which gives you a chance to go behind the scenes of our vibrant local art scene and get to know the people who create our arts community. The number to call to make a donation is 573-823-1308 or you can also donate online at kopn.org. You can choose there if you want to make a one-time donation or, like me, set up a monthly recurring donation and be a sustaining member. If you do donate during today's show, you get a fun little extra gift. Scene three in today's show was also captured on film thanks to the incredibly talented Chelsea Myers and Tim Pilcher at Tiny Attic Productions. It's a short film where I sit down with Demanda Respect, Ciara and Muffy Beaverhausen at the Yin Yang nightclub and they transform me into a drag queen. Mike Hagen is cracking up. You can pop over to our Speaking of the Arts Facebook page to see the short teaser film. If you want to see the full transformation, call now or go online to make a donation and say you want to get the video link. And after the show, I'll send you the link to the full reveal from no makeup to full-on drag queen. You can also donate via our Speaking of the Arts Facebook page at any time and also get a link to the video. Before we crack on with scene one of today's show, a reminder once again of the number you can call to make a donation, 573-823-1308. And now, Mike, let's roll scene one. Paula Van Landingham is a dialect coach to actors all over the world, teaching them how to perfect different accents. She was on the show a few weeks ago and was totally fascinating. So I thought it would be fun to ask her to come back in to see if she could teach me how to sound American. want to learn a good undercover American accent. And so I was thinking about the accents that I like and that I'm intrigued by, and yeah. I kind of narrowed it down to two. Okay. So one of them is Kentucky. 
Okay. I think it is an adorable accent. Okay. It's just is so compelling. And the other one that I listen and I listen to, and I and there's a sound in it that I have no idea what it is, and it's North Carolina. It's oh. the O sound that North Carolina Linians make. I bet I know what you're talking about. So I'm growing roses in my garden. Okay, that's the Elizabethan English. That's the leftover. So rose. As if by magic you have a rose. I do. I have my whole toy kit here, which is an example of each of the main vowel sounds. So the O, long O, you know, uh, in the United States, we think of ours as a standard one, coat, boat, rose. But England, especially London, has the E prefix right before the O. Rose, red rose, rose, nose. Who knows? I don't know. It traces and comes and stays in North Carolina, Virginia, edges of Georgia, that coastal area that was once the 13 colonies. They still say, I don't know. You know, it's a little bit of mix of that leftover, but the O is the British O. Hell. Oh, so now, 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 now you're going to have to switch your eyes. I might, I might go, I might go. I might go to, to. Town. I might go to town. town. I might go to town. I don't know. I, so I, 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 it's a wider jaw. Yeah, so uh, American Standard and English Standard, it's really a diphthong. Ah and E together. I. I. So we make the smile at the end of it. I. In the South, it just stops at the ah, that feels good. Ah. Ah. No diphthong, just one vowel. I like it. Kentucky is, uh, you know, when I say that there's different southern accents, that's totally true. There's a big, one big division, rhotic versus non-rhotic, which means whether you, how hard you say your R's or not. Most of the southern accents in the United States are rhotic. Only the ones on the coast are the ones that say, father, mother, sister, brother, never mind. But what I call inland southern, so upper Mississippi, upper Alabama, Arkansas, the whole state, Missouri up through Highway 70, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Kentucky, they are all hard R Southern accents. Hard R Southern accents. Which makes it real difficult sometimes because then there will be a sentence like, well, it doesn't matter, it's either or, and you're going to have a lot of R's. And really what I try to show people this R, it's like the same face you make when you make a tiger sound. So that's really thick. So Kentucky might say, I might... I might do that later. I might do that later. Good, yeah. That's good. Later. Later. So later. It definitely I think of that R as the yoga of, of, of all phonetics because the mouth has to curve over real far and it's hard to get out of that position real fast. Curve over. Kentucky to do this R all the time. Let me see if I've got R. I could feed you one. R. Um, oh yeah, okay. The company was acquired in a hostile takeover. The company I got my O wrong. Where did the company was acquired? Acquired. Yeah, acquired. Acquired in a, in a hostile, hostile takeover. takeover. Yeah. Let's try. What was the O in that one? The, you said say company again. Company. So Co- it's going to rhyme with cup. Company. Right. Uh huh. Same as come over. Come over to my company. Come over to my company. Come over. I have company. Come over. I have company. So then you're going to curve that come <laughs> over to a real hard. Come arm. over. I have company. Yeah. Uh, was that right? That uh, was. Company? Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. That sounds so wrong. Company? Perfect. I have company. I have company. 
Yeah. I have Kerr. It's almost got a little diphthong in it. Uh-huh, it does. Company. Yeah. Rather uh-huh. than just company. It's almost like the length of it is a little bit longer, which is why people think that the Southerners talk a little bit slower. Sometimes there will be one-syllable words that actually get almost two. So I'm fine. Fine. It's almost like F-I-Y-N-E. Fine. And the length of it makes it more Southern because it slows you down. And that's another thing. If I work with a Yankee, a, a Northerner, or somebody uh, who isn't Southern, I say... See if you can pretend to drop your speed to half and then drop it even slower because you're going to think that that's too slow and it's not. Okay, okay, another vowel. All right, let's get another good one. Um, okay. Okay, this is another one that's kind of an imprecise sound. Bull. Now, you can undo this because when I teach an American to sound British, I say you have to make the shape as though you're going to whistle. Bull. 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 Call Paula. Tall. Chalk, you make this sort of puckered face to get the out. So when you're going to do the American one, now this might have to touch your face again, put your fingers on your cheeks. So instead of ball, ba, ba. So the same kind of uh, how, let's see, ba, there isn't a British sound that really equates to it. So I'd have to borrow another American one. Uh, do you say like, oh, that's cute, or do you say, oh? Oh, that's cute. Oh, oh. That's pretty close. It's a little nasal. Yeah. Oh, ba. Ball. Perfect. That's perfect. So my name is Paula. Paula. I see Paula on the other side of the wall. I see Paula on the other side of the wall. Oh, the wall. Yeah, you did it. Yes, yes. So here, I'll feed you a few. All right. Got to keep my fingers on my cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's try. Please use the crosswalk for safety. Please use the crosswalk for safety. Yeah, and then here's a four... That's another R you have to curl. Please use the crosswalk for safety. Perfect. Yes, R4 becomes F-E-R for the dog drank from the faucet. The dog drank from from the faucet. Perfect. Yes. Okay, this one might be... There's so many sounds that are different. I know you're a kind teacher and say perfect to everybody, but you know... No, it really is. You could be hard with me. Yeah, usually if it doesn't go, then I say, okay, now try this. Okay. So, (laughs) So I never say no. All right, this one has a lot of sounds that might be different. So instead of she ordered strawberry milk, she ordered. Now this is going to be hard. That's the I can do ordered. Ordered. She ordered strawberry milk. She ordered strawberry milk. All right, more R's. So order. Almost you have to keep the mouth in the R shape. Order. She ordered strawberry milk. All right, now we'll take. You got the ordered perfect. So then we'll take. So from that position. She ordered straw has to open back a little bit. Okay. She ordered straw berry milk. And then berry becomes berry just like Mary. Berry? Yeah, like B-A-I-R-Y, berry. She, <laughs> she ordered straw berry milk. Right. She ordered straw berry milk. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to try another song? Okay, let's go. Okay, so we've done ball. Rose. Oh, this is another R. Okay, this is a high degree of difficulty because it's another one that involves R's, which is a big deal. You got some cards there? Cards. So anything that's A-R, it's really hard. So instead of, if you you slow motion it and say, okay, normally British is going to go hard, and you're done. You're just opening the mouth hard. Ha, 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 that's very funny. Hard. You're done. 
the American one is going to have to be ha, almost like hot, hard. And so it's landing forward. Hard. Hard. Perfect. Hard. Cards. Cards. Barbie. Barbie. Markers. Markers. All right, you're ready. He was tardy for his appointment with the barber. He was tardy for his appointment with the barber. Pretty good. All right, let's try. His bark is worse than his bite. His bark is worse than his bite. And then worse is a, a, worse. a harder, worse. That's a couple of sounds. His bark was worse than his bite. Perfect. Ah, that's great. <laughs> that's bite. great. Without that's releasing great. the T. Let's see. And let's see. Ah, so we can actually jump to another sound that's related. So bird. Bird. Very similar, where we've got a vowel and a hard R coming. We've got markers, bird, which normally would be bud. Um, bud. Weld, world. So we have all this lip and teeth going on. The early bird catches the worm by pulling them out of the dirt. That is a good sentence. The early bird captured the worm by pulling it out of the dirt. Oh my gosh, you're such an American. <laughs> but am I a Kentucky American? Ah, okay. Or so am I just passing as a general American? Okay, so now if we want to push it to Kentucky. The the early bird catches the worm. Catches. So catches. they would kind of go catch, catch. Yeah. The early bird catches the worm by, here we go, by, by, by pulling them out of the dirt. Out. And especially in in southern accents, the the feature where him, her, his, we lose the H almost all the time. Pull and them, same. Which is why we get pulling them and pulling him become the same sound. Pulling him out of the dirt, pulling them out of the dirt, you can't tell the difference. So the early bird catches the worm, and that's how I'm lengthening those syllables a little bit instead of worm, worm, worm. The early bird catches the worm by pulling him out of the dirt. The early bird catches the worm by pulling them out of the dirt. <laughs> Good. Let's try this one. Um, perfume is another one like bird perfume. Perfume. She carried her pearls and perfume in her purse. She carried her pearls and and perfume. Perfume in her purse. In her pu- in her purse. Purse. Right. Purse. And I forgot this one. Here's a great one. Americans say and exactly like the word in in coffee you in me that's a good trick and it's a great trick because if you say and it sounds formal to yeah. us yeah, so yeah. i'll say paula and diana paula in so that's a good one so she carried her pearls and perfume so it almost becomes just an end this and. is why you see steak and shake is written that way right because it's just in she carried her pearls and perfume in her purse she carried her pearls and pearls and perfume perf say perfume again perfume Perfume. There's a little rise. Mm-hmm, yes. That's not in the word. It's just a little rise. Kinda she carried music. her pearls and her pearls and her perfume in her purse. Yeah. Try this one. So li- the lion tamer is going to be lion. 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 The lion tamer learned to calm his nerves at the circus. The lion tamer learned learned calm. how to calm his nerves. At the circus. Good job. <laughs> All right, let's try one other route. Let's see. We got, okay, we've done ooh. We've done that one. I ooh. don't know. I still, that is going to be my downfall. Ooh. And it's and it, in Kentucky, it's not as strong. So they might say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So it's stronger out on the east co- where the 13 colonies were. But um, Do you see the rose? 
That's good. That's just fine for Kentucky. I don't know. And then no. let's see. We I don't know. I don't know about roses. Clock and cart. We hit all the main ones. That's it. You got them all. So those are the pieces to juggle. How would I say the alphabet? All right. So A, little stretched out. A. B. B. C. C. D. D. E. E. F. F. G. G. H. H. I. I. J. J. K. K. L. L. And then now we're going to have instead of M, it's going to be M. M. N. N. O. O. P. P. Q. Q. R. R. S. S. T. T. U. U. V. V. Now you might say W. W. X. So that might be like I, X, X, Y. Y. Z. Z. So I and Y will have that accent real strong. Let's see. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Jack and Jill went up the up road. Oh, oh. Actually, up. 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 Jack and Jill went up the hill. To fetch a pail of water. To fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down. Jack fell down. And broke his crown. And broke his crown. And Jill came tumbling after. Jill came tumbling after. See? The other one I like a lot is, I was so hungry I could eat 100 chicken nuggets. So, I was so hungry I could eat 100 chicken nuggets. And let me tell you, those are rubbish. (laughs) Or American or Kentucky. I was so hungry I could eat 100 chicken nuggets. (laughs) 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 So, we have odd words like hundred in parts of the South and the Midwest, we say hundred. Hundred. Like, he was driving 100 miles an hour. Can you believe that? That hundred. costs about $100. Hundred, hundred and change. Hundred, hundred. So it'll sound the same way. We say he is a hunter. Hunter. He has hunter. a gun because he's a hunter. And we drop that T. So internet, interview, hunter. Internet. When there's an N and a T, we drop the T. He's a hunter. He's a hunter. He's an international hunter. On the internet. T's gone. Yeah, so that's another good undercover sound. That get. is a great spy one. I can't believe I've not noticed that. And the there, T has disappeared. Like Hunter. mental illness, Hunter. mental, mental, mentally fit. Because Ex- I almost hear it, even though it isn't there. Right. So like uh, experimental, sentimental, very mental. Oh, uh, the ring isn't really valuable. It's just it's got sentimental value. And then the T's gone. Sentimental. Sentimental. It's got sentimental value. Perfect. Sentimental. That's it. See. There's so many words in that category that we drop the T. So that's why I say, if you're coming to America, you can stop the T. If you're crossing the Atlantic, Atlantic. leave that second T in the ocean. Absolutely. Atlantic. Atlantic Ocean. Atlantic. I see. I see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get by in Kentucky. (laughs) But. 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 So, yeah. Mm. But. Are you going to try? I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Paula, thank you for my lesson. Oh, absolutely. We'll have to do it again. <laughs> Next time, I want to be Mexican-American. Done. You're listening to the Speaking of the Arts. Huge thanks to Paula Van Landingham. You can find Paula at accentcolors.net. She donates her time to a number of local theatre companies when they need to work on a particular dialect. And talking of donating, this is the week to make your donation to KOPN. We've been providing a platform for local voices for 45 years. And like many of our long-standing non-profits here in Colombia, KOPN's history is a journey of the people and issues of the community we all call home. There 
there are not many community radio stations still in existence, which makes our community radio station even more precious. All the programmers you hear on air are volunteers, but behind the scenes, there are even more volunteers who care passionately about what KOPN means to our community. Hi, I'm Linda Day, one of the many KOPN volunteers. I was listening to the station off and on, and then late one cold Friday night in 74, a programmer played Tom Waits' new album, Closing Time, in its entirety. I was totally hooked. I fell for Tom Waits and fell for KOPN. There was and is no other station in mid-Missouri where I would have heard that music. KOPN is still full of fun surprises. Keep listening. Check out our schedule. Come up and visit. You might just fall for KOPN. And I think that I just fell in love with you. The number to call to make a donation is 573-823-1308. You can call anytime or also go online to kopn.org and donate directly via the website. It costs around $15,000 a month to keep KOPN on the air, and we have a fundraising deadline coming up at the end of September, which you can help us meet. And the great news is that it is totally achievable. We started a 100-day campaign 84 days ago with a goal of raising $150,000 by the end of September, and we now have less than $40,000 to go. And that is not an arbitrary date. When we get to our goal of $150,000 by September the 30th, it makes the state eligible for a $70,000 grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. So your donation not only helps KOPN directly, but it also helps to bring an additional $70,000 to our community. So what are we going to do with this additional money? Well, I don't know if you've had a chance to come up to the studio here on Broadway. And if you haven't yet, then you should do, if only to see the amazing record library. Everyone I've ever seen in there has just stood there in awe and said, wow. Yes, it's amazing. But one thing that you will notice is that we are using a lot of the same equipment that we've been using for over 40 years. So one thing that this fund drive is going to make happen is the purchase of two new digital age engineering soundboards, each of which costs $13,000. And that will make a massive difference to the sound quality we are able to create for your ears. So if you're ready to donate, it is easy peasy. You can ring us up on 573-823-1308 and we can take your details and donation over the phone or go to kopn.org and click on donate and as i said earlier if you do donate during today's show you get a fun little extra gift scene three in today's show was also captured on film thanks to tiny attic productions and it's a short film where i get a full drag queen makeover thanks to demanda respect ciara and muffy beaverhausen and the yin yang nightclub you can pop over to the speaking of the arts facebook page to see the short teaser film and you should definitely do that. And if you want to see the full final effect, call or go online to make a donation in support of Speaking of the Arts, and I'll send you a link to the full reveal. You can also donate via our Speaking of the Arts Facebook page at any time, and I'll send you a link also. So before we crack on with scene two of today's Speaking of the Arts show, a reminder once again of the number you can call to make a donation to KOPN. And that number is 573 573- 823-1308 or go online and donate at kopn.org and now let's get to scene two of the show and my lesson in comedy i am so pleased to have four fabulous people in the studio with me today 
Kathleen Johnson, Mark Mumgartner, Chris Bowling, and Monica Palmer. We are half of the Stable Boys. Who are here for a very specific reason, because I thought it would be really fun to have a go at improv, because when I watch you all on stage, I think it is possibly the most terrifying thing I have seen. <laughs> a like akin like to... Like just us watching us is terrifying? <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah, we get that a lot. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I would almost rather jump out of a plane than do what you do. And watch us? Then <laughs> <laughs> do, do it, then do it, yeah. yes. That, that makes sense, yeah. So, I know there are lots of rules about how to do improv, and uh, I am just here going to be your willing pupil. Um, so, the, the main rule of improv, the most important one, the very first one, is to say yes. Yes. Very good! Yay! Awesome. All right, you've graduated. <laughs> So the cool thing about improv, and for those of you who haven't seen it or haven't been a part of it, the, the great thing is the rules of improv are so easily accessible and they're really applicable in every area of life. I once heard a speaker kind of describe it this way. So I'm just going to ask you some questions and you're going to say yes to all of them. Yes. Do you want to tell a story with me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Is this story involve a knight in shining armor? Yes. yes. Does this story involve a princess? Yes. yes. Is the knight in shining armor in distress? Yes. yes. Has the knight been captured by a dragon? Yes. yes. Does the princess go and slay that dragon? Yes. yes. Does the princess, in all of her feminist glory, rescue that knight? <laughs> yes. And do they live happily ever after? Yes. yes. Oh, no. No. They get divorced after a couple of years, and she marries the dragon. But even still, you gave me something, right? As opposed to, and you're just going to answer no. Do you want to tell a story with me? Nope. No. Cool. Okay. And then it's over. We have nothing. Yeah. We have nothing. So the first rule you have to start with is saying yes, being in agreement, and kind of agreeing to go on that journey. Yes. I am agreeing to go on that journey. <laughs> Excellent. And, I, well, and I would like you all to come with me. Yes. Yes. And if I run into any danger, I would like you to save me. <laughs> yes. Yes. You are already doing the second part, right? Because we could sit here all day and we could ask you a bunch of questions and you could say yes and yes men are great, right? But the second most important part is and. And. Yay. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> So that's when you want to contribute your own uh, idea to the process. So if she says, is there a knight in shine armor? And we would say, yes. And he rides a horse that is pink and purple. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the next person <laughs> would continue that on, take a new detail and add it on. And that's how we shape the direction of the story. So I thought we'd pick up with a game of yes and now. Do you guys want Absolutely. to do that? Absolutely. Okay. A game of yes and. Yes. So there's a fun little thing that we do, not only to like practice it as improvisers, but it's a great warm up for us and kind of gets everyone in that mindset. It's just called yes and. And we basically tell a group story, picking up. So you have to be a really good listener, which is the important part is, and listening for it to change, right? Being open that the story that you thought when you added is going to change. And that's like the exciting part. You want to start, Mark? Um, yes. 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 Yes, do. I do. <laughs> So I came to the radio station today to be interviewed. Yes, and along the way, I had to fight my way through this massive parade of clowns. Yes, and one of the clowns bit me. Yes, but luckily for me, I was wearing chaps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I turned to that clown and I said, ha ha, I've fooled you again. 
Yes, and then he brought his brother over who had sharpened teeth, and he went to work. Yes, and I pointed once again to my chaps and said, Hey, look, I'm one of your people. I'm from a rodeo, and some of you presumably are. Oh, God, I hope so. Please, please be from a rodeo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and the rodeo was actually in town, so we all decided to go to the rodeo and hang out and uh, eat some cotton candy together. Yes, (laughs) and whilst we were eating the cotton candy, who should come flying past but Margaret Thatcher on a dragon. Yes! <laughs> and Jocko, he accidentally went to the wrong place and delivered the note to the evil cousin of Margaret Thatcher. Luckily, the evil cousin of <laughs> Margaret Thatcher is also my cousin. <laughs> and so, here we all are. Yay! Yay! <laughs> nice. So that was a fun game of yes and. <laughs> that was fun. I want to do that again sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fun at parties. <laughs> okay, so lesson, num- lesson number one is yes and. Yes. We've got that one. Well, that's lesson one and two. Oh. So you've got oh, yes. built in. And, yes. and. Yes and. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay, lesson three. Well, the most important part, I think, uh, the next thing that comes is making sure that you're listening to the people that you're with. I think what's really neat about it all is that as opposed to what a lot of people think in terms of performance and performers, where it's a lot of me, 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 look at how great I am, the goal in improv when you get on stage is how great can I make everybody else on that stage with me look? And in theory, if everyone is doing that, then everyone is looking better because you are giving follow the follower, kind of everyone is following each other and you build upon that. Now, I think I heard somewhere, maybe Monica was telling me, that one thing that you shouldn't do is ask your partners a question. Because that leaves them... You've got an idea in your head, suddenly they're on stage with you and you've handed it all to them. Yeah, the, the big the big example that uh, we used to use with my uh, previous troupe that I was in was uh, walking up to someone and, and handing them, miming handing them a box and saying, what's in this box? <laughs> because that, you know, that puts them on the spot. It gives them no information to play off of. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it just kind of traps them. Yeah, you really need to set those people up and give them somewhere to go so their ideas can come forward with you know however they're going to take the scene away yeah. from you so so one of the big ways that we focus on doing that in addition to just like trusting that you're going to find it and it is that give and take between i'm going to offer something but i'm not going to force my thing is to establish why these people why are they here and why are they doing exactly what they're doing in this moment and so we establish the relationship and the location and the importance of the moment right away and when you do that then you don't have to ask questions so there's a little game you can play where just like a right away like within three lines with the other person back and forth you need to establish your relationship in some way shape or form where you are and in some ways why you are there together so for example Reginald I cannot believe that you are back from the party so soon well I went to the party but I really missed you a lot and so I wanted to come home instead oh honey that's really sweet but college frat parties are totally a time for you to explore don't sit at home with your mom (laughs) right so then we kind of like back and forth can kind of figure that out and you it's, it's always a little nerve-wracking because you're like, oh my gosh, 
what is the thing? Who are we? Right, looking for it. But we just haven't gotten there yet. Like, we'll find it. Mark, I'll do it. You, you start and yeah, I'll... You do okay. I'll okay. try. Okay. Oh, honey, I am so sorry. I know you've been working 17 hours today and I, I burnt your calzone and I am so sorry. You know... Don't don't worry, darling, because it's 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 been a tough day. I had some clients that wanted a lot of extra work doing with the whips. <laughs> and to be honest, a burnt calzone, my love, is completely fine after the day I've had. Oh, wonderful. We'll just go back out to the car and, and get your box of goods and we'll eat our calzone and we will enjoy the rest of this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And now we have somewhere to go. <laughs> What's great about that, and what I loved, and I could see, it seemed to me like you didn't necessarily know where you were going to go with it when you started. Correct. And that's okay, right? There isn't, that's one of the fun things about long-form improv. It's slow. Yeah, and, and you know, you have to uh, not be precious with your babies <laughs> in this. Right. Because, I mean, we, we all can step in at any time to end a scene. Before I started improv, I was like, how do you get up there and be funny and hit a funny note every time you speak? You can't. Mm -mm. And so you just get up and you do the scene. Not everything you say is going to be funny, and most of the time it's not. But those those funny things naturally happen, and that was the biggest lesson I learned. I think it comes down to that bigger idea of like failure. It's the biggest fear, I think, of people in general, but especially when you're putting yourself out there on stage. But like truly when you're doing that improv and everything is driving, like there's, even if you still feel that doubt, like there is no failure because someone will pick up whatever you have and make it work. So to catch up, we've got yes, right? We've got yes and. We have listening to your partner, trusting that they will take you where you need to go. That's really, I think that's kind of the bedrock, that's the foundation. Really, yeah, the fundamentals of it. Mm -hmm. And embrace the pauses. That's yeah. something yes. that we all have to work on because we're always trying, you know, especially me, I come from a radio background and dead air is, you don't do that. So, so it's really scary to just kind of be up there and nobody's got, but you fill that with, you know, connection and eye contact and really fun glances and, you know, fill that with attention and embrace the pause. Oh yeah, that sometimes those nonverbal cues are funnier than anything that you could actually say so yeah, yeah well, that's that's something we work on all the time is is trying to make sure that we take those pauses mm -hmm. diana when you were watching our last show um what scared you about it what was so terrifying if, like if, if i had gone out into the audience grabbed your hand pulled you on the stage and said you're <laughs> going to do this next scene with us what would be the most frightening part of that so we can just knock that fear out yeah. Total mental blankness. Mm. So even in the audience, when you said at the show, you said, okay, give me an adjective, and no one said anything, you said an adjective, it's a describing word, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, all I could think of was red. <laughs> Red's an adjective. Yeah. I'm like, that's it useless. But no, no, but no, 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 it's, it's not. not. In fact, let's use that right mm -hmm. now. Let's, um, we're going to do a scene, and, the, and anyone can jump in. Hit it. Oh man, I I think I fell asleep on the beach today. Oh God, I I do not feel right at all. Um, sir, sir, um, sir, I'm gonna need you to uh get on your knees and put your hands behind your back. Wait, wait, wait what what's happening? Sir, sir, my name is Officer McCruxky, and uh, you've got uh, what appears to be a blood-like substance all over your hands. I'm gonna need you to uh just put those right behind your back. Whoa, where did that come from? 
did you do something to my donkey? Now, I'm on this beach every day with my donkeys, and I've never had an incident before. Ma'am, Inspector ma McCluskey, I, I'm going to need to look at my donkey. Yep, yep I understand. I understand, ma'am. And uh, we take you and your donkey riding very seriously. Wait, wait, wait. She was a donkey? What? No. <laughs> oh, man. I oh, feel really God. embarrassed. Sir, what did you... Oh, thank goodness, your wife. Is this your wife? Is she? Is this who's coming up here? Honey, we... what's going on? I don't know. I just fell asleep on the beach, and then suddenly they're, like, telling me that I killed a donkey or something. Not that I'm saying I did. What? You? He killed a donkey? Well, ma'am, we're trying to figure that out. Uh, I'm just trying to... First things first is I need his hands behind his back, because those look like lethal weapons, and we cannot have those just flinging okay. about. Honey, put your hands behind your back like the nice officer asked you to. Excuse both at the me. same time? Yes, both. Excuse me, folks. My name's Chess Brock Hare, and I'm the lifeguard <laughs> on this beach. And um, I just want to thank you, sir, for diving out there into the into the water and saving that donkey from, well, half the donkey from the shark that got a hold of it. You're a hero, my friend. <gasps> hold on. So, oh. so there we go. See, you can build something Thanks, off Fred. of red. 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 <laughs> guys are great. responsible for that. <laughs> and you can also see how it changed directions, because I was thinking, like, sunburn. <laughs> and then yeah. she took it in the direction of, you got blood all over your hands. <laughs> so so, that's, so that's, that's an example of how you go in with one expectation, mm -hmm. and then uh, and then the uh, the scene evolves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that sunburn would have been the logical next step. So. Cool. Yeah, so what does it say about you that you think, I sleep think on the beach, a lot. bloodbath? I think it says a lot. Perfect example of upping the stakes because the sunburn yes. is at one level and blood is at a whole nother level. Right. But but what I liked about that is you also, and this is something that I think is was a lesson that we got from actually someone who came in and kind of watched our troop is that we all got pretty good early on with upping the stakes, right? Especially as creative people, it's not that hard to think of totally insane situations. Um, but it's pretty important to remember that someone needs to be the realist, like the voice of the average audience member, mm -hmm. right? So in that one, like at least for a little while, when we kind of traded off what those were, but at first when Monica came in, it was like, well, oh my God, put your hands behind your back, like as a normal person would respond in that moment. And it's always good to have that. Otherwise you start launching yourself into like absurdism that's up, so... Upping each other, right. Yeah. And then it becomes like a whole who's is bigger, which is totally not the point of it. <laughs> Monica, Chris, Kathleen, and Mark, one half of the Stable Boys Improv Troupe. Thank you so much for my lesson. You're listening to Speaking of the Arts on 89.5 FM, KOPN Columbia, and that was the Stable Boys Improv Troupe giving me a lesson in the art of improv terrifying go and see them if you get a chance they are awesome i think their next performance is september the 29th at talking horse productions uh talking horse theater they are amazing um today's show is a little different than usual so that we can get in the swing of pledge drive week instead of two interviews we have three scenes that i put together with help from some of our past guests before we get to scene three of today's show i want to remind you of the number you can call to make a donation to kopn and help nudge us ever closer to our end of September fundraising goal of $150,000. We now have less than $35,000 to go. Somebody just called and made a really significant donation to us. So whoever you are, 
thank you so very much. To make your donation, call 573-823-1308 or go online to kopn.org and make a donation directly. We live in a community of diverse voices and that, for me, is what makes Columbia such a wonderful place to live. And KOPN has been broadcasting those voices for 45 years from our home on Broadway. From these windows, we have watched many seasons come and go and soon it will be time for us to move to a new home. We don't know exactly when that will be, but it will be the end of one era and the start of a brand new one. This week's fund drive is not only about helping with ongoing operating costs or buying much needed new equipment, it's also about the future, about building the funds for a new home for KOPN. And that is something that we would really like you to be a part of. By making a donation to our pledge drive, whether that's $5,000 or $5, every little helps and is as important. So please give us a call on 573-823-1308 or go online to kopn.org and pledge your support to your community radio station. As I said at the top of today's show, this week we're changing things up a little on Speaking of the Arts and bringing you a show with three scenes. And we're now at scene three. So I have long been fascinated with how makeup can totally transform a face. Long before the internet was awash with makeup tutorials, drag queens were mastering the art of facial transformation. And we featured the Yin Yang Club a couple of times on Speaking of the Art, so I reached out to Muffy, Beaverhausen, Demanda Respect and Ciara to ask if they would give me a makeover. And without a second of hesitation, they said yes. So I called Tiny Attic Productions and asked if they would come and film the makeover. <laughs> And also, without hesitation, they said yes. If you've been to the Speaking of the Arts Facebook page this week, you'll have seen a teaser video that we put together. Well, there's another part of that video where you get to see the full transformation. But you need to make a modest donation. Now, I haven't set a specific amount, just make a donation that is meaningful to you. And I am very excited to say that we've already had donations from Australia, Vietnam, and England. So to make your donation to our big fun drive week, um, please call us on 573-823-1308. Go to the Speaking of the Arts Facebook page where you can make a donation or kopn.org. And you'll not only be supporting KOPN, but making sure we get to keep Speaking of the Arts on the air. Okay, Mike, let's play scene three of today's show. Diana gets a drag queen makeover. Over to you, Demanda. I never was into like beauty and makeup or anything. I started putting on makeup because I had to in order to be in drag to do comedy. Right. So that like I wanted to host shows. So learning makeup and stuff was hard for me because it wasn't like my passion. It became something that I was passionate about, but it was difficult for me to get it. I didn't care how ugly I was. I wanted a microphone. So <laughs> it was, it was like, it's pretty amazing though how you can put on the drag makeup and completely you start with yeah. a brand new canvas. Like you can really make whatever you want yeah. to after makeup. Yeah. And what you look like. I agree. So, did you moisturize this morning? Yes. You did. Great. Yeah. So, I'm going to start with a little bit of foundation. Mm -hmm. It's really a lot of it, but <laughs> I think that you will look great by the end of this. It's going to look super scary mm -hmm. like throughout the entire thing. <laughs> but you're going to look great by the end. The good thing is is we don't have to glue down your eyebrows or anything. No. So, and of course, hilariously, I can't actually see the mirror, so I am oh, not going to see how things are looking <laughs> until the very end. Well, either. that's probably in your best interest, because <laughs> you're going to be like, "What? This segment's going to hell in a handbasket." <laughs> that's what I mean. 
Oh no, it's <laughs> Helen. Oh no, wait, what was your name? Oh, well, Helen Highwater. Helen Highwater. Oh, but we heard it on Pippa. Pipsmere. But then my sister-in-law reminded me that actually we had decided on a, on a drag queen name a couple of years ago at Christmas lunch, and it was Chlamydia Sparkles. Oh. <laughs> you know, I have a few friends that have had chlamydia. So. <laughs> she gets around. Yeah. Well, so does she. <laughs> So, I got a new sponge for the event. You get it wet. A lot of people think you use these dry, and you don't. You get it wet, and you, like, get it, squeeze out all the excess water, and then you put your foundation on it. A lot of people do this different ways. I do it this way. So, I have laid out the foundation. Okay. This is, like, the beginning of your clean slate. Yeah. So, okay. we have that down. We're going to now apply powder. Now, I brought my special powder for you. Not that kind of powder. <laughs> I gave that up for Lent four years ago. But this, smell it. Mm. This is Peach Perfect by Too Faced. So this is just a like a translucent, um, what is this called? A setting powder. Okay. I put it on whenever I'm having like a, an especially difficult night. The smell of peaches just calms me down a little. <laughs> So I'm just gonna lay it out on there, just. Where do you learn to do all of this? By watching other people, by watching shows, by trial and error? So when I, I started about. doing drag before RuPaul's Drag Race was a thing, mm. so I'm old. So back in my day, <laughs> we learned by watching other drag queens. Um, and it was even, I think, of like, we started to be able to learn on YouTube, like drag queens weren't really, before RuPaul's Drag Race, like, drag queens and pop culture just wasn't really accepted. Like, we were just seen as, uh, like, people who had sexual kicks that need to be fulfilled by mainstream media. So it wasn't, you know, all the way up until, like, 1969, yeah, 69, like, it was Stonewall. Like, mm -hmm. we weren't even allowed to be gay. So mm. it was very... Uh, this was seen as a sexual thing and not so much as an entertainment thing. It took a long time to be viewed as an art, you know? So thankfully, you know, a lot of drag queens complain <laughs> about RuPaul's Drag Race and how mm -hmm. it's ruined the illusion and stuff, but I think that it's really brought us our culture. I think RuPaul's Drag Race has done amazing things. I, I never see myself on there. I don't... Um, I don't mesh well with being told what to do and all that stuff, so. <laughs> I just, um, <laughs> and it's not really like what I'm about. I'm not about the, um, I don't want to do drag for um, fashion and, you know, that, that's like a runway show, you know? And I don't want to do fashion or anything like that. I want to do, I want to talk about things. I want to put out content. Do you feel like you're a comedian, first and foremost? I think that I am a, yes. And then I think that I am um, a voice. I speak on things that people are afraid to talk about. I'm the master at my craft when it comes to improv talking. Like, I'm a master, not that master. And I use that to speak about important topics that are maybe current at the time, like things, um, like whenever Weinstein, 
mm-hmm. when all those sexual assault allegations were coming out. And I kind of went on this rampage about like, no means no, I'm too drunk means no, I think we should wait means no, if it's not yes, it's no. He does a great job of being the voice of everybody in the audience. This is really where you get to decide how your face is gonna look for the night. Um, and eyebrows, like if you're messing them up, you can always go back and correct them with a powder. And that's mm-hmm. always the, f- the part that I love about makeup is that mm-hmm. you can do anything with it. You can always fix it. You can always fix it. Um, but eyebrows are actually, they're never the same. They're never s- twins, they're always just sisters. Mm. Sometimes they're <laughs> distant cousins, sometimes they're just neighbors with the same <laughs> landlord. But at the end of the day, they don't have to be twins, just siblings. Do you paint? I don't. I told you I hated makeup. But, like, I wanted to, when I was little, I didn't understand it. Like, I thought, I didn't know what gay was, obviously, because I'm three. Um, but I always remember, like, I wanted my mom to tie, like, a skirt around my waist, and I would lift it up and run, like, as Princess Toad stole off of the <laughs> Mario Brothers. And I just wanted to be feminine, and I thought, whenever I learned what gay was, and that it was widely unpopular, especially with my dad, who told me that he wanted, if I ever grew up to be a queer, he'd put a bullet between my eyes. He told me that in third grade. He's, you still speak to him? I do not. I do not. Because he told me that whenever my mom got cancer, that some people get what they deserve. So I don't speak to him anymore. Gosh. But anyway. That makes me so sad. Yeah, me too. So what we've done so far is we've given you crazy cheeks. Um, (laughs) Crazy cheeks. You have, um, this process is kind of like where we just like map out your entire face. And um, we put bold highlights on you. Like this is where you're going to bake. So you're going to bake is what it's called. Baking. And that means what? It just means that we're going to let the makeup sit on your face. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So it's just called baking. How, um, how long does baking take? Well, um, it depends on how hot it is. So 365 oh. degrees, probably about 20 minutes. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Hot shot>. uh, <laughs> So I think um, usually it just the remainder of the time that we're doing your makeup oh, okay. before we blend. So it'll just right. sit on here. Um, so this is a little trick that my drag mother taught me a long time ago. And, Are you um, now my drag mother? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had your drag queen makeup painted before? No. So now I'm your drag mother. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh man. This is a, see. They told me to use a condom, and <laughs> I didn't listen. I wound up with Diana Moxon as my drag daughter. So this. You have done worse. I have done worse. Yes. 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 That's why I'm her choice. Really quickly, I think you should brush that black off and then reapply her highlight. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's make me nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Close your eyes, but keep your eyebrows raised. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yes. And I'm going to go back through and bolden your features to match with your eyes. Because those (laughs) eyes are bolder than I anticipated. But they look great. My mom was always like a real glamorous woman until like cancer happened. And like she had to like cut her hair and Mm. be on chemotherapy and stuff. And just yesterday, I do this quite often with her, but I like do her makeup for her. And um, which she's actually doing really good with cancer. She got, she had stage four lung cancer that Mm. had spread to her brain. Mm. 
and they gave her four to six months, mm. and then like it's been like over a year now, and she's getting better. Like the cancer on her brain has gone away. Wow. Yeah. So they like it's a lot of technology is it's not a death sentence really anymore. But now they're saying like four to ten years. You know, people are probably at this point are okay. thinking like, oh my god, what are they doing to her? <laughs> I think your eyes look awesome. They do. Oh, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> so let's okay. get your lips lined. We're gonna overdraw them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't look bad. It's just overdrawn. <laughs> <laughs> he hates overdrawn lips. We went and got need them. Well, because we, yeah, we paid for ours. We paid for them. Ah, okay. <laughs> Cheat. We did cheat. So don't move, Diana. Mm-hmm. You know my my grandmother's name is Diana, mm. and she hated it when people would call her Diane. Mm. Me too. She's like, my name's not Diane. It's Diana. Mm, three syllables. Yeah. yeah. I so I have always been very sure to say Diana. Oh my goodness, girl, you look right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Thank you, Demander and Ciara. You're a drag queen now, darling. <laughs> you look great. Oh, are you I ready to born. see it? Am I ready to see it? And ready, steady, go. Yeah, you need to stand. You need to stand back. Hang on, let me just. I see what you mean about the lips. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, just yeah, changes. There you go. Is that <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm gonna. Okay, so should we do the should we do the frog for the final? Yes, yeah. and then we'll get you out on stage. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, it's a bit scary when you're up close. Yeah, to it. it is. <laughs> It's better from a distance. The lips, the lip thing is amazing because I mean I would never think to draw. Yeah, think to draw them that far out. So yeah, it's definitely better the further back that you get. God, those eyes. I always say you got to paint for the back row. (laughs) You're like a true drag queen. You got to make it work for you. You got to feel great about what you're about to put on stage, and then you go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. She is Miss Hella Highwater. Oh my goodness. Huge thanks to the Yin Yang nightclub and my new best friends, Muffy Beaverhausen, Demanda Respect, and Ciara. So now it is your turn. I very much want to send you a link to the video where you get to see the full reveal. But I also very much want to help KOPN with their fund drive week. So do me a favor, make a donation, and I'll send you the link. It is pretty amazing. I just showed Mike Hagen and he almost fell off his chair. (laughs) Hilariously, when I got home with my full drag face on, the dog (laughs) was completely confused and just kept barking at me. Would not stop barking at me because I did not look like the mother that he knew. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can make a donation in a number of ways. Call us on 573-823-1308. Go to the Speaking of the Arts Facebook page and donate directly via PayPal to KOPN or go to kopn.org and donate online. Every little helps. Everyone who makes a donation at any time through the Speaking of the Arts page during Fund Drive Week or calls to support Speaking of the Arts will get sent the link to the big reveal video. My thanks again to Chelsea Myers and Tim Pilcher from Tiny Attic Productions for making this Fund Drive idea possible. So once again, to see the full reveal, go to the Speaking of the Arts Facebook page and make a donation via PayPal at any time today or between now and next Tuesday. Or call us on 573-823-1308 or go to the website at kopn.org and donate securely online. But do say that you want to see the link to the full reveal. Okay, we have a few minutes left before the top of the hour, so we'll rattle through quickly some of the events that are coming up uh, in and around Columbia over the next few days. Tonight, you have two theatre options. It's the final weekend for Talking Horse Theatre's production of Tuesdays with Maury, featuring JJ Musgrove as Mitch Album and Aaron Krawitz as Maury Schwartz. The show starts at 7.30 and tickets are 15. Over at Columbia Entertainment Company, they are in the second weekend of their production of Cabaret. That show starts at 7.30 and tickets are $10. At the Blue Note, Texas band Whiskey Myers are the headline band tonight. That show starts at 8.30 and at Rose Music Hall, you can hear Bluegrass Band, Old Salt Union at 9.30. This weekend is Heritage Festival at Nifong Park. That runs from 9 till 4 on both Saturday and Sunday. It's also the second annual Coop Fest at Cooper's Landing from 1 till 9 on Saturday, with music from Old Doc Jones and the Crooked River Choir, the Ridge Runners and Monte Carlo, amongst others. In Rocheport, it's the annual Wine Stroll tomorrow from 1 till 7. Uh, acoustic duo Whiskey Raccoons play live at the Station House at Catfish Katie's tomorrow night. And Saturday evening, the professional women's trio Artemisia perform with Columbia Youth Choir's Cantor Bella at Sacred Heart Church at 7pm with a concert about motherhood as told through songs of women from around the world. At the Blue Note, Sarah Evans performs a concert for mental health awareness at 8pm tomorrow night. And at Rose Music Hall, Portland-based indie band Shook Twins team up with our own Violet and the Undercurrents. On Sunday um, evening, the North Village Arts District is holding its Party on the Roof, a fundraiser for their monthly First Friday events. The party is at the Roof atop um, the Broadway Hotel and includes, l- includes live music by the Daves. That party starts at 5.30 and tickets are $20. On Tuesday at Daniel Boone Regional Library, Mayor Brian Treese will lead a book discussion about this year's One Read book, Flowers of the Killer Moon, from 7 till 8 p.m. And at Rose Music Hall, New York City-based The Rad Trads take the stage at 8.30. Wednesday evening next week, True False Film Fest and the Jonathan B. Murray Center for Documentary Journalism present a free viewing of the documentary Dark Money at the Missouri Theatre, and that starts at 7. At Columbia College, there is a closing reception for their faculty show at 5 p.m. And also at Columbia College next Wednesday, the One Read program and the Browder Science Centre are offering a Forensics 101 class from 5.30 till 6.30 and from 7 till 8. And that event does require pre-registration, which you can do by calling the Columbia Public Library. At the MU Theatre Department, Wednesday is opening night for the Life and Literature Performance Series, and that show starts at 7.30 at Studio 04. And in Ararock, next Wednesday is the opening night for Honky Tonk Angels. Finally, on a Thursday afternoon, that's the 20th of September, you can hear artist Craig Norton give a talk about real Western art at the Columbia College Galleries at 3 o'clock. And there is no cost to attend that. 
So that is it for the day's show. You've been listening to Speaking of the Arts at 89.5 FM KOPN Columbia with me, Diana Moxen, and my good friend and sound engineer, Mike Hagan. I'll be back next week with more news, views, and interviews about the arts in mid-Missouri. So until then, stay arty, Columbia. Thank you.